You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If it's Erev Sukkot, Tavshin Bebez, this must be a Chrischa You know, Rabbi Yisif Gavriel Bechafel, I wanted to do this recording out of my Sukkot, that we, I know that you put up your sukkah today. I put up mine. I felt it would be tzugibast, as Ms. Oredenzich from the, from the Tzayu de Amrusa. That would, although it's not really, but according to Chazal, you can make Shechayon. So vice versa, there's already the regish of the chios of that mitzvah already, but it didn't work. We had to go to our, our little, our little enclaves here, our little conclaves. Again, a time to, to feel the simcha, other than, you know, the, the simcha the Beis HaMikdosh that the Rambam uh, describes in such incredible terms based on the Mishnayas and the Gemara Masech, the Sukkah. I mean, do we have this simcha yaseira of Sukkahs anywhere? Other than, yeah, you know... You're younger, when you, if you're younger and you're in Eretz Yisrael or in Brooklyn or something like that, then I don't think uh, people, uh, people who get excited by going to Crown Heights and dancing away the night, they can have that kind of simcha. Uh, you we're old fogies. You're over 60, I'm almost there. So therefore, it doesn't really apply to us anymore. Because if we had a, a, a following, a flock, so then we'd put on a show for them. But uh, it does, I don't think that this, um, uh, the uh, applies to our situation in our time and age. Yeah, well, you know, let's, let's talk a little bit before we get, uh, you know, too maudlin about our situation. Let's, let's talk a little bit about the Lashon of the Rambam, the Rambam based on, uh, on the Gemara. You know, he says that, of course, that, you know, the, uh, the uh, he says, In other words, he had people who were all different types of, um, uh, you know, virtuosos in their, in their uh, instruments that they were using. Some, and you had people who, who could use their voice. As you said, Now, I don't know if that means even though it was weak, or maybe the pshat is boy, that he actually knows how to do it well. Um, and as he says, So, Now that image, of, of these now, these outer dimension. Now the Gemara talks about various uh, Tanoim and Amaroyim who were you know, who were dexterous, who were, who were able to juggle and to make various moves and contortions. What do you think? Do you, really, you know, I mean, it, it, it's such an incredible you know image that the Rambam is drawing for us, right? The Gedeli Yisrael and everybody, the men and women, are watching this, seeing this. It sounds like these these were, were were adept, right? It wasn't just a bunch of old guys in the circle, was it? It doesn't sound like it. Yeah, like, you know, it sounds like they were they were really into it. And in fact, you know, the Ramam seems to say that uh, you know that, that if there's somebody over there that's megas so I would assume it isn't the guy who says, "Oh, I don't want to be dancing." But he's the one who says, no, we're just going to dance in a circle, very, you know, we're just going to hold hands and, and right? You know, you needed to let loose, right? Um, right? 
when the Rambam brings a riot from David HaMelech, right? He says, Kol HaMashpil Atzmoi, Meikol Gupam, Mekoi Maseivu, Hu HaGodol HaMechubit, Oivet Me'avo, right? Really a pill, if you think about it. I mean, obviously the Rambam... Believed- yeah, I doubt the Rambam experiences in Egypt himself. Right? The Rambam is describing an ideal situation of Eis HaMekosh, not exactly what probably is going on in Fostata, wherever the Rambam was. Yeah, exactly. And yet, the, you know, the Rambam is being Messiah this for all Deirei Deiris that we have this image. I remember looking at this Rambam the first time and I imagined Rosh Zalman and Rosh Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about all these G'dayla Yisrael, you know, and every and everybody's watching and, and catching their breath. Um, it, 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 it's so spectacular. Uh, and yet, when I used to go to... Um, when I was a Bokhar uh, in my first, when I went to Israel and Tavshin Lam uh, Zion, I think it was, Tavshin Lam Zion, and I went to all the Simchas Beis Shuevas, it wasn't the Chachme Yisrael, the Zikainim and the Gedeim. It was these Ravara Lachsidim that really knew, I mean, they, you know, they, they could have been a, a touring group from Fiddler on the Roof, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> these guys knew how to dance. These guys were like really, really, you know, starke, starke young Hebra. It, it, it's it's almost like the simchas pesach shuvah that we do is nothing like this either, right? Right. <laughs> even even in the chatzeres that the rebbes would dance, right? But they wouldn't put on a show. It would be like for fifteen minutes or twenty minutes. They have the pictures of the above of a rebbe, the famous uh, images of the above of a rebbe dancing, and and, and others. Um, it, it almost seems like, as you say, you know that. Uh, it's a fantasy. It was a. It was. It, it happened, but it's so fantastic. I'm not naming machish chas v'shalom chazal, but I'm saying the. It, it's so rock like even from the simcha space hashuavos that we have uh, today. But, but can we at least say that there's something, uh, 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 an an aspect of truth in what the Rambam says when he says that kalamegas uh, daitoi is chayte v'shayte. I mean, I mean, all of us really. You know, have inhibitions. I mean, is, is Simcha really built on on fusing your lack of inhibitions with with with, with the purest part of Avodas Hashem that you have? Well, the, the word Simcha in and of itself is not the same word as Sosan. Simcha actually more, more literally means something which is uh, um, internal. Yes, external. And uh, obviously, the Rambam is conflating the two here when it comes to Simcha Siyantif. But uh, I always say, say that uh, the word simcha comes from the contraction of sham moach. You put your you put your head in a place which is a, a, a certain place, like the Baal said, and you put your if you can put your head in that place and see yourself in that place of the where it's based on mikdash or uh, anything else like which you can focus on internally. That puts you into that place, and that gives you that simcha internally. So, I think the Raman probably is giving us this um, word portrait in order to be able to see ourselves meditatively in such a place and of experience it internally, at least you know, um, to be able to um, recreate internally this concept of the simcha. This is this is the basis of and experience it internally. In ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Look. You know. That's. Uh, I. I think that's rochik from what the Rambam is the words. Of the well, otherwise, Rambam. Rambam. Uh, tell me. Otherwise, you can get nothing from the Rambam. Do I get something from the Rambam or nothing from the Rambam? Okay. So I. I think we could get something. And, and I you're right. Get this idea of how you get something from the Rambam. All right. I'll tell you. Now you. you know, you're right. No. 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 But, uh, first, I gave you my idea. Now you give me your idea. All right. I. I will. Um. 
the reason why I reject what you're saying, although I do, I am the first one to admit that this image is, is fantastic and incredible and beautiful at the same time, is that the Ramam says that the Ramam is so strong here. He says, um, So it, that I think is, is, is an attitude that many of us have, which is that, you know, Pasnish for us, um, we are, we, we're so buttoned up in our, in ourselves um, that when, when, when opportunities, whether they're weddings or small things or, or even intimate issues when, when, when people around the table and yet we, we, we uh, um, sort of like regress into ourselves and we, we worry about our own covet and how it's going to be per- perceived. We're afraid of being uh, touchy-feely. None of us is worried about our own covet. Who are you criticizing here? Am I criticizing somebody specifically? Yeah, because neither of us can mark on our cover that much. So therefore, <laughs> who, who are you criticizing here exactly? Somebody from Mary Swell or some... Uh, you know, okay, you know, you... you I, I, I'm not, look, it, it's Gansreich that everything I say is based on some psychological wound that I'm trying to, to somehow, some enemy I'm trying to, to puncture. But I, I would just say, I'm talking to myself. Um, You're not mocking on your cover. Don't, 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 no, no. <laughs> what, what what I'm saying is is that that there that many of us listen. You've been at weddings, and you know you can't do the jump rope the way you used to, right? Um, and, and and many times you know we 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 are so self conscious. And the Rambam is saying that 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 doing that is really sending a message that the simcha of the moment is really a ther- is, is 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 ethereal. Is not real. It's not something that that, that other people can be part of. I, I think when we lose it, when we allow ourselves to stop worrying about how we look and to ourselves and others, uh, this is a key to growth. And, and I would say that um, uh, using Hirsch, although Shem Moyach is sort of a vita drash, Hirsch tries to connect it, although incorrect, connects the simcha to tzomach. <laughs> he connects simcha to growth. And I think that Simcha, although the Rama many places talks about Simcha internally, uh, in fact, the very first person in the Torah who's Mesimcha, uh, I, I always ask this to people, who's the first person who's Mesimcha in the Torah? So the first person is, you don't have to answer because I stumped you already. The first person is Aaron. Aaron, when he sees Moshe Rabbeinu, Verova Samach Beliboy. So the very first indicator That's of Simcha. Rama, what? Although the word the first time the word simchas uses by Lovon. Lovon uses simcha. He talks about he would have he would he would he would have done a simcha for, for Yaakov had Yaakov told him. <laughs> yeah, a simcha for Lovon is the first one to articulate the idea of simcha. But the first one who was actually the simcha was was Adarin, who Taka was a simcha believe. So you know, obviously, you know, you're correct. If it's if it's just you know attracting attention to yourself, that's and just trying to show off and trying to feel good that you're a good dancer or that you're Meshuggah, whatever it is, or you're thinking about it, that obviously is not, is, is obviously not Simcha. Um, the, uh, you know, but I, so I think there is uh, a way that, you know, I, I heard a good vart from, um, uh, it was from one of the Vartkes, that So what's that Lushen, uh of that uh, particular lotion of the Samachta Bichagecha. So I think it was Rabbi, Rabbi Isaac of Orke said that it was you have to take your individual simchas, moment of simchas, whatever they are, 
It might be a Geshmakashir, it might be a Hasana, it might be something. And when you really feel it and allow it to be real to you, then then you can bank on that. You can bank on that all the time, even when um, things are difficult. I remember, you know, when my son Nehemiah and you were there at the Hasana when Nehemiah got married, for six or seven months, I had a very difficult time after that. And that was, I, 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 I always went back to that moment. I always, when things started to overwhelm me and I went through a very difficult period in terms of uh, Parnosa and other things like that and things that were going on. And um, the, uh, what, would, what would allow me to subsist was going back to that dance floor, going back to that moment, imagining in my mind, again, Nehemiah's Simcha, his wife's Simcha, my friends that were there, and, and tapping into that um, and using it as something that really got me through that and that allowed me, even, you know, even in the times of, of very, very difficult things. So our personal simchas are important to actually let ourselves go and be part of it. Um, if, if we're self-conscious in those places, so we're taka shoita because <laughs> because we're really shooting ourselves in the foot. You know, usually, you know, we're tearing our begodim. We're in a way exposing ourselves if we don't allow those th- those things to be real. So I actually think there is something here practical. I- I'm sorry as you are that we don't experience this. Uh, well, well, I-, I think that a person has to be able to take a moment in sitting in the sukkah and uh, a few moments of whatever they can and to try and think about uh, the. Um, uh, the de Minusa and the uh, idea of uh, you know, like the Arizal says that the Shrein Vichosan Shlisha Safiru Tefach is like a, a chibuk from a Baruch Hu. So these are things which uh, uh, should make us feel that we have a special relationship with Hashem, that we have a special um, uh, mission in this world. That uh, obviously Sukkot is a time when eventually all the Umos will come up to Eretz Yisrael. They'll be required to come up on circus, as the after says, and uh, this uh, being part and parcel of this larger uh, uh, mission, the Taki Olam Machush doesn't require you to be part of a large exuberant crowd if you can experience it on your own. Especially since it's so family based, although, you know, again, Roy Koyusro, Achas. But generally, though, it's, you know, I'm now, I, I think in our last years, it's sort of an anomaly because as you're saying, you're supposed to think about you're part of this big Kalyus role. On the other hand, you're very zeroed in, sometimes in a small space, and it's just your family, and especially in a COVID type of situation. So it really does call for a tremendous amount of imaginative faculties. Um, I mean, there's a there's a clearly a, an element of Das that's, that, that is crucial. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that to me, um, that is a simcha that I enjoy. I mean, both of us really like being left alone. I mean, as much as we, right? Both of us basically, as much as we, you know, are gregarious and everyone knows us, what we really like to do is just leave me, leave me the, the Gehenna alone. <laughs> I can't just, I don't want to sit by Sukkah. I want to learn a little bit. Okay, I'll talk to you. But the idea of really going out, I'm, I'm, we both said we didn't miss anything. But for, for most of our listeners who, you know, who want to you know, feel the experience, I guess some of them have already felt it in terms of the excitement of getting their Dawud Minim. But w- w- what could they do? I mean, you, you say you should sit in the sukkah and contemplate. 
Um, do, do you think that, would you advise a young Bokhar to, to drive around and once again, you know, try to go to the Simcoe Space Oshawavis today? What, what, what should they do in New York or, or any outside of Eretz Yeah, I think, I think, you know, I think that's for young Bokhar, that's appropriate. I think it's only appropriate. You know, it used to be, of course, that you would hear great Maimorim as well, right? I mean, Rav Hutner used to give different Maimorim on every night. Yeah, they, uh, but even without the Chaim Berlin type thing, which is, of course, wonderful. But I think that, that yeah, yeah, young Bachar, young should, if they're misled from this thing, gives them a, a, a sense of uh, I think it's a good idea. Right, but you know, but you know, in, in our last episode, we talked about the reality of is, is there going to be handholding? Is there going to be a recognition of the other? Bachar, they think they're invincible. Of course, they're going to. Uh... Yeah. So, can you imagine this Bachar going in? You know, and he's going into a place that he didn't learn. I used to do it. I mean, remember we used to go for hakapas to places we didn't know and and meet people. Do, do you think that's still going on? Is there still are we are people still breaking the ice and going to places where? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. I, I, you know, I hope people are still going in Eretz Yisrael to Hebron Yeshiva for the simple space of Shoeva. That was the high point for me. Yeah, I know you're a big Hebroner. You're a big Chassid of Hebron. I know that to you that that's where your miyayets, all the all of our uh, uh, all of our wonderful iluyim to go yeah. to. <laughs> the one I went to was a disaster. But yeah, right. that's, what I, that's what I was hinting at to you. I know you were so you're so brachat with Hebron. So uh, not anymore. Yeah. But, you know, we were talking, you know, I, you know, the B'nai Eretz Yisrael, you know, get a kick out of us. But I think our, our audience is most, again, I'm imagining it's mostly, you know, the B'nai Chul. And, uh, you know, I, I feel bad for them. I feel bad that that where is this Simcha Yaseir? Where is their Simcha Siontip going to be found? Um, you know, it, it seems it seems difficult. Um, yeah, this is the Rambam and Perik Vav of Hilchas uh, Shvisel Siontip. When the Rambam first, he talks about, you know, knowing who your people, who you live with are, who you're, you know, uh, my, my, my daughter might find this somewhat misogynistic, this Maimar Chazal, that, you know, the women have to be and give them begodim and tachshit. I don't know. Maybe that's changed today. I don't know. I can't tell you. Um, how about you? Before we get to it, are you, you, you buying uh, the great rabbits and uh, some begodim this year? No. My wife says that I owe her a tremendous amount of, I owe her a whole yeah, closet. Sure. I owe her closets and closets. I don't understand because I don't understand Chazal. I don't, it's hard for me to believe that they were actually going around buying uh, Bugatti for their wives. They told the wives, go spend whatever money you want to spend. <laughs> and it's interesting, you know, the time, of course, to get Koyos Vegoizim. You know, I don't know if it's an Xbox today. Maybe I'm, I'm dating myself by saying that. But, you know, no, you have to know your audience, you have to know who your people are. Yeah, the Ramam quotes a Pasik here. First he says, That means anybody who eats from this. And the Ramam obviously here is not just talking about eating kochim in the Beis Amikdosh. He's talking about even Bisman Azir. Being noyo your chotzer and not letting the guy knock on the door, um, but then he says the simcha kazu When you have as simcha that it doesn't include others, 
it's it's mamish a coin. It's it's like the most embarrassing thing. You would hate to see yourself that way. Shenemar v'zereisi peresh al penechem peresh chagechem. That's really taking the fecal material right of the animal, and like 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 you can't imagine a worse imagery, right? I'm going to take the peresh. I'm going to take this this hog that you have, this meat that you think is great that you're eating in a carbon. I'm going to stick my hands into the into the into the dung that's still left in the animal, and then I'm just going to smear your. I'm going to. I'm not going to smear. I'm going to spread it over your face, right? As I state in Bosik. Okay, so you know here's another Rambam about about Simchas Yontif. Now, it's so. Isn't it powerful? This this philosopher from Postat, this great rope, this this amazing Balregish that he was, right? Um, you know, he he really understood that, um, that 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 we can't get caught up in it's our family and we're having our people. And it, 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 let's say it better, Rabbi Yosef. You know, both of us, um, both of us, uh, you know, have many people that hang out by us as guests in, in, in many ways and, and, and forms and shapes and, and sizes. Um, I, I think that one of the things when people that have a lot of guests, a lot of people create a boutique in their home of their guests, right? It's sort of a boutique. These are the people I like and I invite them and they come. The Rambam is really arguing against yeah, this. That's not the case, absolutely. The Rambam is saying that you know, the Mari Nefesh, you've got to have the Mari Nefesh, you have to have them over, you have to do what you can, you have to look around and see what Yenner is. Um, otherwise, the, the Simcha is really, you know, just um, self-perpetuating and just feeling good about the family unit. Um, how about this, Yosef? Do, do you think that that is, is that a reality? We talked about that first Rambam. Does this Rambam ring true, Bisman What do you think? No, I, I think if it's not COVID, it certainly can bring Chuba's Manazev. COVID may have thrown a monkey wrench into the whole process. It's been throwing a monkey wrench into the process for uh, over a year and a half now. I don't know what, what, what do you think Coach Barker wants from us at the time of COVID? Okay, so you, but you, you, you're on board with this as much as, and, and I want to tell you, I'm going to be honest with you. There have been times that my family has not been so happy with. The other guests that that really? I invited. <laughs> I don't have such an experience. You know, and, and many times I've heard their complaints behind closed doors about that, and I've wondered. I never will complain in front of the guests themselves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and 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 you wonder maybe we're going about it wrong. I mean, obviously, I, I think a psychologist would say to us. Don't sacrifice your family for your frumkite. You know, you want to have these guests and you want to feel you're a rambamensh or having guests. Meanwhile, your family feels they're ignored. They feel that you, you spent too much time with that other person. That person dominated the conversation. You weren't able to get any word in edgewise and, and, and they had to be nice to them. And you didn't spend time with them. And your wife perhaps is upset. I'm not saying this was true by me, but some of it was. Right? All true. All right. So. So is, is, are we missing something? Is this like, is this image the Rambam says like also elevated and not realistic? What do you think? It's more realistic than the other one, but it's also has to be balanced. Obviously, uh, you know, there is, uh, a, 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 even in this respect, there is some measure of it's hard to know where the boundary goes. Uh, obviously in the day, you know, Shani Kittikuna might feel that Shabbos without guests is not, not, not a, not a complete Shabbos, but it's been that way for a long time now. And there are many Shabbos when my uh, wife and I are the only ones here, 
and like the things we do is like uh, this past we spent the whole meal this past Shabbos talking about Shivchacha versus Shvachacha, which uh, would, would bore to tears any actual guests. So, <laughs> oh. did, did your wife win or you? No, uh, we both agree that Shivchacha is quite illegitimate. So Shvachacha is. You know, it's an interesting idea, but it's really based on there were since the word shevach doesn't appear anywhere in Tanakh, so it's all uh, hashoras. So you actually had like an intellectual philological conversation with your wife, yeah. and, and, and well, so you enjoyed that probably, right? Yeah. Right. You, you talked about something that wasn't like a critique of either one, and you, each one could could talk about you know the beauty of of of, of our language and and, and right? so. I guess if you if you multiply that, you know, obviously you have to be mesameach as ishtacha, and and I think that's probably part of it. Is 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 and I guess this is where the key is, is that you need to be able to be a translator and a, a distiller of these ideas to the family. It can't just be your, um, you know, this is your high horse that you're on. Somehow you you have to be able to project this. Obviously, people like Rav Chaim Kanievsky and uh, Zogazuntzain and other G'dayle Yisrael were able to create, foster an idea in the whole house that this is what the house is built on. Um, I think if, you, if, if, if you're unsuccessful in doing that, then you're trying to shoehorn something. Um, and, and, and even though you're trying to say, no, this is the way I'm having more simcha, is by sharing it with other people, you have to be machsher the karka. Uh, uh, first. Um, and like you say, it's chayecha koydem, but it's also in a way, you know, you've done a bad job of not uh, instilling into the whole mishpacha the idea of what we do for other people. You know, uh, I, somebody, uh, uh, Kipper Knight, um, I was trying to come up with some stories because I needed to speak uh, in shul. Um, and uh, I spoke quite a bit, and uh, I'm reading through a whole bunch of stories. Anyway, I ended up with with this book, um, which is called "Just Love Them." You know, by about David Trank. Yeah, I have it on myself. I'm ready yet. Okay, it's 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 not that it's uh, again. I can't recommend the book as an easy book to read. I knew Reb David. I used to eat by Reb Zev, his brother, and I met Reb David many many times. Um, I, I met, of course, his brother-in-law. I stayed by his house, Rabbi David Cohen. So I'm very, you know, close to that to that family. Um, and what I was touched by was that they did it somehow. The Tranks were able to it, it permeated completely. And part of it was the the greatness of Rabbi David Trank. You know, Zeichar Tzadik really a tremendous person. Um, I know from all the Adelphia boys. You see, you're a little bit younger than me. I remember all the Adelphia guys who couldn't make it in their Israel, right? The guys who, who got kicked out. They, I don't know if you, do you remember this at all, right? The out of Mary Israel three times and I was, I just survived by the skin of my teeth. Every year that I was there, they were going to kick me out. One year, one year, right? Tenler kicked me out the first year. You're never coming back. We were just going to save you here. The second year, the third year, I was, I was always, so I know what it's like, the fear of being kicked out. And, and the guys that were kicked out, I mean, I, I, I was able to survive and I stayed in Israel and I was able to, you know, despite, I should have probably left, but <laughs> I should have let myself get kicked out. I shouldn't have fought so much and, and had people be bestowed for me, whatever it was. But my point is, is that Adelphia was the landing spot for so many. 
And 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 the reason was because they had the anti-Tenler there. They had David Trank. You know what I'm saying? They had David Trank. They had people again. You had Rav Hershkowitz, of course, the Rashiva in, in the base matters, a big, you know, guy, you know, tremendous uh, But they had this tremendous ava that, and, and and David Trank, you know, was if you read about his home life, and and it comes from his family, it really takes something special to be able that we that me and you, again, David Trank was also eccentric. I don't know if you know that he was a little bit different than everybody else, but but that eccentricity was like an electricity that actually moved through the family. And I, and I think that part of, you know, we sometimes, you know, get into our own, we go into our attic and we have our own spiritual world and we write and, 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 and we have a hard time distilling that into the family. And I think that's part of the reason why, you know, it, 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 it's like, oh, dad's into that. Oh, dad is into that. We, we really need to do a better job. And maybe that's part of what, you know, understanding simcha, you know, we're eating the carbon, uh, we're eating the carbon shlomim, but we have to realize that that part of that, I mean, the Rambam says it's bechalal simchazu. Bechalal simchazu is everybody getting theirs. You know, if we can't make that bridge, then I think, you know, you end up like isolated and your family does feel that you're a kook. And, um, yeah, I think those can't are younger age already, you know, somehow explain how beautiful it is to help others, to be involved with others, um, and, and and to make that part of our, our simchas yontiv. Uh, you know, it's 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 you know, families have needs. It's time to inculcate that in our grandchildren. What? Now it's time to inculcate that in our grandchildren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another zach. I mean, look, to me, you know, if you, if you we'll go with the Shagasari for a minute, you know, the Shagasari says that basically all these Mamare Chazal or Hechi Timsas, they get to a certain inner Simcha, right? That's why he says that, uh, that you know, uh, you don't even need Achivas Bosser, Mamish, right? Because Bosser is only the Hechi Timsa to get that regish of Simcha. So if you get it from non Bosser, so taking that Shagasari to another level, I guess part of it for the old fogies, we talked about the young people, is to spend a lot of time with uh, the things that are misameach them, with which would be einaklach. I assume, you know, I haven't. I assume that einaklach bring out simcha in you, no? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And 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 do you get down on? Do you do like I do mishigas with my einaklach? Like I am, I am Shrek the monster. I am like I do tremendous. I do voices. I like I do every every crazy. Like you know, Meshugan Azach, I can get away with. with that's, my... that's the way it should be. Yeah, yeah. So you do too? Yeah, I'm the. I'm the uh, <laughs> uh, I think one of that one of my grandchildren they have they say they have two sabas, uh, happy saba and grumpy saba. And you're happy saba. Happy saba. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Here, <laughs> you're supreme with that, right? <laughs> I learned for the first time, and uh, I realized the first time tonight when I was learning about Basim Marichabrusa about Yudalik that the Luchos were only three Tvachim high, and that's why there was place in the in the Aron for both the Luchos and the Shivay Luchos. I was thought the Luchos like took up the whole height of the Aron, and I just realized no, they only were three Tvachim high, so it's to put space underneath for the Shivay Luchos. So obviously, that connects to the end of the Torah. And I know you have a good vort on the last pasuk at the end of the Torah about the Shibay Luchos. 
So maybe yeah. you want to end our program. Yeah, well, especially since that, this is that idea. Yeah, well, especially since this is sort of the uh, the capper of our season, right? And as we know, the uh, the last words of the Torah, and which people are, we're going to be reading uh, a little bit about about eight or nine days from now. So the last words of the Torah, of course, are the Le'ene Kol Yisrael, right? Moshe Rabbeinu, Le'ene Kol Yisrael, the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu. Asher also Moshe Le'ene Kol Yisrael. So Rashi says, Shenosli we by Lishbar Aluchos Le'ene. That Moshe Rabbeinu had the the courage, as it were, to actually go out and break the luchos. Now, you know, it's interesting that that's the last <laughs> image that we have of the Torah of the luchos breaking. I guess it's the type of thing you'd want to sheepishly avoid when you want to talk about what Moshe did. I mean, Moshe was spoiled so much. So the last words in the Torah are about are meramis to the broken luchos. So. Um, they say over that the Ger Rebbe uh, was uh, at a, maybe, I think it was the simplest place I away, but the Ger Rebbe was at, it was in Yerushalayim. And somehow he spotted in the back of uh, his eyes, he spotted there was an Alta Yid uh, that was not wearing a yarmulke, that was like looking around. And uh, this is the Ger Rebbe, Rabbi Yisrael, the base Yisrael. And he knew who he was. So he sent a message to him to come over. He recognized him from Europe or the war. The guy had become totally pride. He'd gone there to throw. He was wasn't but something drove him to want to see once again something he'd heard how Gare had reconstituted itself. And they he called him over and they had a Yechidis. They went into another room and they spoke. And they spoke for a while. And instead of you know calling him a Shagitz and a bum for for leaving Yiddishkeit. They talked about their korbanos. They talked about what they lost, children that had died, wives that had died. The Ger Reb himself said that, that he, how much he, he cried over what Ger used to be, despite how tremendous Ger had become. So the Ger Reb said that, he, that it's correct to feel tsar and to actually realize that nothing could, in, in some ways, bring any of this back. But he said that what keeps him going is thinking about that last Pesach. And he said, he thought about it, then he remembered another place where it says, Le'enehem, by Yosef and Shimon. When Yosef takes Shimon and puts Shimon in prison in front of the other brothers and tells the other brothers to go back to Yaakov. So Rashi says, it's Le'enehem, but after they left, he, Holeyu menabor, hecheyu vashkeyu. So the Gerab said that Be'etzim, um, the same way Shimon was not a prisoner, but in the Tfisa of the of the shift of the Shvat and the Shvita, it was true. B'nai Yisrael think the Luchos are broken. They're shiver, and, 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 and like you say, Yosef, they're underneath the others, they're broken, they're pieces. But that's only because our Tfisa is so limited. Our Tfisa is only, yeah, we're broken, we ruined it. It was, it was the, the, the madrega that we had. We weren't zeichatu. We don't deserve it. There's no way we can even come back to that. It's only a dimyon. But be'etzim, it's there. Be'etzim, it's there. Just like Shimon was not really uh, a prisoner. And then the Ger Rebbe said that even the korbanis that happened were not really korbanis. By us, that's all we could be because we're weak. 
but really in some way, even the Nebuch, the children who died on Kushas Hashem, are Be'etzem Chai V'Kayim, they're still, they're, they have a Metzius and a Chius, which is everlasting, and in some ways totally tired. And I, I guess my, you know, I guess what he was trying to tell him that, you know, we are our worst enemies in many ways. You know, we, we are critical of ourselves and don't believe because we see it from a Neinu. And sometimes we look at ourselves and we say, our lives, what have we made of our lives? You know, we can't, we can't ever fix it. Yeah, like you said in the beginning of today's program. <laughs> There's nothing we could do, right? <laughs> All right. Sometimes we have to get out of our net. We have to get out of our Nayim. Hebra, we shall see you. Hopefully. We'll see everybody for a season. Can you imagine this? We did three seasons. There's, we'll see you for season four, hopefully after Yontif. Take everybody. A chag, a chag sameach. Take care. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.